You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's a Monday edition here of the Locked On Youth Podcast as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. Hope you rinsed the bad taste of the Jazz Playoff Series. We're not even going to go further than that. Uh, but hopefully there is plenty of good Utah news to brighten your spirits and you enjoyed yourself on this Father's Day weekend. We are coming at you live and Hot and fired up for a Monday with lots of great Utah football news on the recruiting front. Also some updates for some visitors over the weekend. And lastly, we're going to break down a little bit about what to expect as we move forward with the programming schedule in terms of our 10-pack. Yes, that's going to start this week. All that's coming up here on today's episode of the Locked On Utes podcast as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This is your podcast for June 21st, 2021. Welcome back into the Locked On Youth Podcast here. On the Locked On Podcast Network, brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. We're going to jump right into it. It was a big Friday in terms of breaking news for the University of Utah on the recruiting front, and that's really about all the news that we should be expecting at this point in time. We talked about how recruiting season was going to be absolutely out of control this summer because it's been a dead period for so long unless you're Arizona State at which point apparently dead periods and pandemics don't apply to you and you just go ahead and go about your business and try to recruit anyways oopsie maybe not such of a good idea but there were two big announcements on Friday coming back to back I tweeted out boy what a bad time to step away from your phone for an hour as both Quarterback Nate Johnson and wide receiver Zion Steptoe announced commitments to the University of Utah. Now, was there a connection with the fact that we, here on the podcast, broke things down a few episodes before regarding maybe some possible commitments coming? Maybe. Was one of these possible commitments a wide receiver from Texas? It was not. So when we were rocking through the list of potential commitments, it was not Zion Steptoe that I thought was going to be committing. That was a pleasant surprise. It was honestly Nate Johnson that I expected to commit. Now, could I say that out loud and, and jinx the whole thing and, and late lead everyone on to that? Absolutely not. But the early returns from Nate Johnson's visit to the University of Utah were incredibly positive. He really liked meeting with the staff. And I got to be honest with you, there needs to be a huge round of applause handed out to everybody on the recruiting staff at the University of Utah. They have been absolutely slaying it with these visits. It all starts with Robert Blacken, who puts everything together, who identifies the talent, who is the go-between between the coaching staff and the recruiting staff. But there are a ton of people on that staff that need to be commended. Reggie Dunn at the top of that list. Can't forget Sam Morissette, Ethan Russo. Aaron Amaama, uh, Julie Ale, who is the new director of on-campus recruiting, uh, Sam Whittingham, 
uh, all of them have been so essential in getting this thing up and rolling and really doing a phenomenal job of making it a very, very positive experience when players come and visit the University of Utah. So first off, kudos to them. But once Nate Johnson had visited the University of Utah, it was pretty evident that it was going to be the Utes that he wanted to commit to. And that's a big deal because Johnson is comparable to C.J. Stroud back in the 2019 recruiting cycle. And... Excuse me, that's the 2020 recruiting cycle. And C.J. Stroud ended up at Ohio State University. He's likely in contention to be either a starter or get significant playing time this year for the Buckeyes. Depends on on what happens with their five-star incoming recruit. They will have to replace Justin Fields, but Stroud has been there for a year. Will have some time under his belt and a little bit of experience. Stroud was a phenomenal recruit. I fell in love with him. I'm not going to lie. We were committed to one another, even though he'd never met me. And I was just convinced that he was going to become the University of Utah's quarterback. Um, Once I'd seen his tape, and and it was Utah and Colorado that had offered, and within a month or two, it was everybody on the planet that had offered. And that was the unfortunate part about C.J. Stroud. Uh, He definitely wanted to go play at a bigger program. I think that was a big part of his his recruiting... uh, investigation and the difference is is that i think that nate johnson was looking for a fit above all else and nate johnson is basically a cj stroud clone right now he is ranked as a third three-star recruit uh in in theory nothing to shake a stick at but he might be one of my most favorite quarterback prospects of this class and johnson is absolutely just stoked to be going to the University of Utah because now the U has a, a full season of tape of Tyler Huntley that they can show to every recruit and say, hey, this is what we want to do with you. This is what we want to create with you. And guess what that translates over to? It translates over to daily reports or weekly reports from OTAs about how Tyler Huntley's outperforming Lamar Jackson. Now, does that mean that Tyler Huntley's going to take over that job? Absolutely not. But Tyler Huntley proved his worth in a playoff game And every single time that you have a quarterback recruit coming into the University of Utah now, you can show them, hey, look, we prepared Tyler Huntley to go out and excel at this uh, with this because of what he was able to do here because the offense that we put together for him because of the development of our program. And that's a big deal. And I think that is one of the biggest reasons why the university of Utah was able to land Johnson. Johnson is a six foot two, 185 pound dual threat monster. Now this came down between Utah and Michigan and Utah won out in big part because of Andy Ludwig and Kyle McDonald. Again, we see Kyle McDonald coming up as one of the main recruiters in a critical recruit. I think that that should really uh, just if you're if you're listening to this and you you followed recruiting for a while, you should just be absolutely ecstatic hearing that, and you should also know that that's just what he does. He's a phenomenal recruiter. He's done a great job, and he's really helped to put Utah on the map. And I think that uh, Johnson was one of the top performers at the uh, Elite Eleven. Regionals out there in California, and one thing that we have to put into perspective here is that it's it's a regional competition for the Elite 11, and they really do scour the country and canvas everywhere, but California has become the absolute hotbed for these quarterbacking prospects, and yeah, I know, Jackson Dart goes to USC, who's never an Elite 11 finalist. The last time that Utah had an Elite 11 uh, finalist or someone who was in the finals for the regional 
was Travis Wilson, and he, he did pretty well. Now, I do believe that Johnson and Travis Wilson are two very different prospects. Um, he said, as he was going through this, so he goes to the Elite 11 Regionals, just absolutely plays his tail off, does a phenomenal job, starts getting offers left and right. So he goes to visit Utah, goes to visit Michigan, starts getting an offer from Utah or from Arizona State, gets an offer from UCLA, comes back home, decides, you know what? I'm done. I know where I want to go, and it's the University of Utah. So he is officially shutting down his recruitment. He's not taking any more visits. And this is what he had to say uh, to 24-7 sports great Biggins. He said, I loved it there on my visit. Everything about the trip was great, from the campus to the relationships I have with the coaches to the fit in the offense. The coaching staff really stands out for me, and just being around them and how welcoming everyone was meant a lot. The players on the team were great with me as well. It's a big family there, and you definitely sense that the players and coaches have a great relationship with each other. I loved how relatable everyone was with me, and I think Utah is the best all-around fit. He said that the offense and his overall fit played a role as well. He said, we run something similar at Clovis, so I think he'll be able to adjust right away. It's an offense for a quarterback who can run and get outside the pocket. It's different terminology, obviously, but a lot of the same concepts, and I'll fit in really well. And he's not wrong. Now, if you're looking and listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, wow, he's 6'2", 185, that's not a very big guy. Uh, I think the biggest thing is that he sh- he probably should have got an Elite 11 Finals invite because he's uh, one of the more unique guys in the country in terms of his skill set. Highest, highest testing rating at the camp with a 108 score in terms of athleticism. That includes a 4.5640, a 4.12 shuttle, and a 37-inch vertical. He's one of the state's top sprinters, clocked a sub 10.5, 100-meter uh, but he's more than just an athlete. He is a legitimate quarterback. He's got an incredibly strong arm. He throws a very tight spiral. You'll watch the ball just kind of leaps off of his hands, but it's almost like it's just a laser coming off of there. Uh, and his mechanics have all improved from last year to this year, and that was one of the big reasons why everybody thought that he was going to be a finalist for Elite 11, but he wasn't. But guess what? His recruiting was going to skyrocket regardless. He was going to become the next C.J. Stroud of this recruiting class. He was going to become a four-star quarterback. He was going to get entertaining offers from all over the place. And Utah locked him down early. And that is a massive, massive win for the University of Utah. Now, if you look at the Utah quarterback room, they have three guys on that that could anchor a 4 by 400 relay team. Peter Castelli, 10-5, 100 meter. Uh, Jaquin and Jackson, 10-6, 100 meter. Uh, Nate Johnson, 10-5, sub-10-5, 100 meters. So they have incredible amounts of speed. And if you look at their sizes, these are your guys that are 6'2", 6'3", with good frames that can carry some weight. And, you know, Castelli's 6'4", he's, he's an excellent athlete as well. Throws a good football. So Utah's quarterback room is now loaded, which is incredible because I've been told that nobody should want to go play quarterback at Utah. Uh, I think we're proving that that's just not the case. So kudos to the Utes for getting this commitment. Now, as always, you want to hang on to this one as long as you can and and keep him off the radar. Uh, Make sure that he stays your commitment and try and make sure that no other teams and, and recruiters try to weasel their way in there. And as long as Antonio Pierce can still coach, you know that he's going to be trying his best to do that despite uh, any possible upcoming infractions. It's just the way the world goes with recruiting. But is it a great commitment and a great pickup for the University of Utah? He's one of the top quarterbacking prospects in the country. Now, shifting gears a little bit, I want to talk about the other big commitment, which is Zion Steptoe. And Steptoe is 
2022 wide receiver out of Memorial High School in Frisco, Texas. He is six foot, 170 pounds. He has a composite rating of 84.66.8466 three star rating. Uh, the 24/7 Sports rating is that he's an 86 three star. Uh, but the big thing with him is that he has not been uh, a a really prominent figure on the camp circles circuits and everything like that because he's had other things that he's been invested in now as he's becoming a junior so he has a brother who's playing out at georgetown for one we need to make sure we we clarify that um but i think another big factor about this is that he's a guy that wasn't exactly uh, out there going through the camp circuits being uh being evaluated all the time and everything like that um but he is an absolute stud of a prospect some of his offers uh even though he's a three-star he had offers from kansas kentucky pitt purdue syracuse vanderbilt air force arkansas state fiu hawaii louisiana navy new mexico texas state western kentucky columbia dartmouth georgetown harvard morgan state yale so he is incredibly smart he is very charismatic his parents were blown away on the visit they absolutely loved the university of utah and he the most important part about it is he is a blossoming talent. So now this is two guys that the University of Utah put together in this class that are blossoming, emerging talents that while everybody else was staying quiet or staying, you know, doing whatever, chasing whatever during the dead period, the Utes went out and found the two guys that were going to emerge and really blow up and got in with them ahead of the game. They were some of the first recruits that they got in to visit once the dead period ended. Uh, They were some of the most targeted and prioritized recruits. And maybe part of the biggest issue here is that it was Chad Bumpfus that landed his first big wide receiver recruit. Now, if we're going to talk about Steptoe, he is electric. I love him in the slot. He's six feet tall. He runs great routes, excellent footwork. He has some explosion to him. He's not going to be a big, huge, bursty wide receiver, but he's very smooth. He's very well uh, well coached and, and mechanical in his, his route running, meaning that he runs tight routes. He's great footwork. His hands are just like sticky. You know, I'm getting way into my, uh, uh, my uh, superlatives here. But what I love about this is that Zion Steptoe is is a mimic of Money Parks. And as you start to build a roster and start to develop a program, and especially a position group, you want to have multiples of guys so that you can continue to run them out there, get them reps, and and really grow the position group. And I think the the biggest factor for me is that this is a huge, huge win for Chad Bumpfus and the Utah wide receiver room with him landing his first major recruit. And I really do think it's a major recruit. I think this is as good as big a pickup, if not bigger than Money Parks. I think he fits the scheme perfectly. I think he'll, you know, integrate into the offense very quickly. I think he has a lot of talent and ability that that you're going to see eventually emerge as he starts to show up on campus and whatnot, uh, assuming that his commitment lasts. And that's one thing for those of you who are listening to this and have never really followed recruiting, uh, commitments are usually <laughs> usually rock solid in basketball. Uh, in football, it can be anybody knows. But I think with Steptoe, with the impact that it, the visit had on his family, uh, his parents absolutely loved it. Came out here with his older brother, who I did mention earlier, is playing at Georgetown. They loved Salt Lake City. Uh, they just were just amazed by the plan that they had put together, uh, that the recruiting staff had put together. And so this actually changed directions for him to where he was in 
thought to be a Purdue lean and kind of later in the week just came out and told Coach Bumfus or whoever it was that he was communicating with on the Utah staff that Utah was the choice and that he was committing. And, and I think it's this is the kind of kid that you absolutely have to land if you're the University of Utah. He's a high-character kid. He comes from a great family. He integrated well with the program and with the coaching staff and with all the players up there. He brings some charisma to the program without being uh, a a bum, for lack of a better term. It, uh, maybe somebody wants me to say the word turds here because of old uh, Larry K-isms. But it, it can be a fine line to where you bring some of that, of that charisma and that smile and that charm without being uh, a distraction for everything that's going on. Uh, but Septo is just that. He's an academic hero. Uh, you don't get offers from Howard and, and Yale and, and Harvard and all those kinds of schools without having some real potential in the classroom. And the fact that he's coming to the University of Utah, I think, speaks very highly to Coach Bumfus, speaks highly to what the recruiting staff has done. And I also think it speaks very highly to uh, just the, the overall development of the University of Utah as a whole. So big, big weekend for that. We're going to talk a little bit more on the other side about some of the other stuff that are that's happening in recruiting for the University of Utah. Uh, what I would say to you is that if you're going to place a bet somewhere in terms of recruiting, the University of Utah is the hot bet right now. I don't know if you can bet on recruits. It kind of sounds illegal to me. But if there is something that you want to find out about placing a bet, then bet online is the place to go. Fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. All the seasons are still going strong there. You can bet on all of them at betonline.ag. MLB, NBA, NHL, all still rolling. Golf, it was a big weekend at the U.S. Open. If you had yourself some John Rahm to win it, he was the favorite. You probably made some decent cash off of that. So before the next event, go over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Uh, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. It's super easy to sign up. You can just head to the website, uh, receive a 50% welcome bonus when you enter in the promo code Locked On. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Super easy to sign up. That is BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back into the Locked On Utes podcast. We are breaking down the big visits over the weekend in terms of recruiting. Utah had a couple of visitors on campus, one of which was already committed to another program. So if you've ever uh, thought to yourself, boy, that, that sure flipped on me quickly. Welcome to recruiting. That is Michael Masunas, who is a tight end out of uh, Chandler, Arizona, Hamilton High School. He's 6'5", 235, really athletic guy, really long wingspan that I think uh, Utah really liked that aspect of his game. After his visit to the University of Utah, he did commit to the Michigan State Spartans. I wouldn't say that this one is uh, a done deal because I think the fact that he committed right after his visit to the University of Utah means that there may be some wiggle room there. Hard to say. Um, but nevertheless, the three remaining visitors that did come up to visit the University of Utah and did not commit elsewhere. The first one is Adarius Harshaw, who is a wide receiver out of Canton, Georgia. He's 5'10", 155, and yeah, that is a skinny, skinny prospect, um, but he's an absolute speed demon, and if you watch his tape, there is some serious scoot uh, in his his boot, uh, 
Thank you, Ted Lasso. But Harshaw is a really talented wide receiver. He's tough uh, for his size. He's good at getting off the, the the press and whatnot. But he can run past a lot of players. He's got strong hands. Uh, he has got incredible explosion, acceleration, uh, where it, it's the kind of acceleration to where he's almost like as he start, he's like almost immediately up into full speed. Kind of like it reminds me a little bit of a Tesla, the way that he accelerates. Um and that was uh, a very important get because he's a very under-the-radar prospect right now, as we've talked about. Um, but he took an unofficial to Maryland, uh, where his quarterback teammates currently committed. He doesn't have a recruiting rating yet, um, but he's going to be that guy that as as things start to develop and, and he gets more exposure to the recruiting services and the rating services, that he's going to start to blow up. Uh, he currently has offers from Utah, Maryland, Toledo, and USF, among others. But I think this is a really good one for the University of Utah to be ahead of. Um, he had a good visit to, to the U and, and a lot of positive feedback. So we'll see where that one goes. Uh, I think the other ones that really are, are worth watching right now um, are probably uh, – Jeffrey Ugo, a safety out of Richmond, Texas, from George Ranch High School. He's a six foot, one hundred and eighty pound safety. And anytime you hear about a safety coming from Texas, you have to think that that a big reason for that is Morgan Scally. Uh, also, another one that came to visit Carmelo Jones. He's a defensive edge, 6'2", 207, from West Orange Stark in Orange, Texas. He's currently a hard commitment to the Baylor Bears as of January nineteenth. Uh, but it did seem from the social media tea leaves that both of those guys had a very fun, very impressive visit at the University of Utah. And it's always a positive when you have a player coming in who is a hard commitment somewhere else and they start raving on social media about their commitment to the University of Utah. Now, these are two prospects that Utah is chasing after very heavily. Uh, I think we've seen a pattern with the guys that they're trying to prioritize and bring in first and foremost. They're guys that they feel like they want to get either invested in the program quickly or else that they want to build a relationship with uh, prominently so that they can get them on board and continue recruiting them as that's going to be a battle for a lot of the in-state kids. Ugo is a very long, uh, very uh, physical safety. He's a guy that plays well in run coverage. I think he loves to blitz. He's got, when I say long, I mean, he's six foot one, but he's got those. I usually tell people if you're looking at a safety, you want to look for a safety who can touch his knees while he's standing straight up. And that's exactly what Ugo looks like out there when you watch him on tape. A very instinctive, very reactionary. He is a physical hitter, and and he comes downhill quick, and that is something that the University of Utah loves in their safety prospects. He definitely fulfills that need. Uh, Carmelo Jones, a little bit of a different Look for the Utes recruiting a defensive end who is he, he's a lot leaner, but he is fast and he is big uh, in terms of his frame. So he can add a lot of weight, even though he's just listed at 207. But watching his tape, you can tell that he has a lot of that explosion that Utah maybe has lacked a little bit around the edge. I think with guys like Xavier Carlton, Van Fillinger, uh, Mika Tafua, even I say Amoa. Recent commitment out of uh, Weber High School. Those are guys that maybe play more to the strength than they do the explosion. And and I think that this is a little bit of a different uh, situation in terms of what Utah is chasing with Carmelo Jones. Also, anybody with the name Carmelo Jones spelled with two L's, that guy can, you know, that... 
that's a number one prospect in my book on the all-name team for sure. And maybe it is dumb for me to like guys because they've got great names. I don't really care. Uh, it is what it is. But he's a pretty highly ranked recruit, three-star by the composite, three-star by 24-7. Has some uh, pretty hefty offers from Baylor, Louisiana, Utah, Washington State. Another guy that feels like as he uh, continues to uh, work the circuit and take visits that his recruitment's only going to open up more. It'll be interesting to see what the progress is with him in terms of I think this visit likely opened his eyes quite a bit because he has a hard commitment to Baylor. And so if that's the case, it'll be fascinating to watch what happens unfolds with him. Will uh, Baylor try and, and, and re renew uh, whatever that commitment is and, and try to get him to stop visiting schools? Will he de- will he decommit from Baylor and, and maybe start looking around a little bit more because of this visit? There's a lot to be... Uh, this is the fun part about recruiting is to see what happens with these kids. And I, listen, if you're trying to read tea, tea leaves or, or follow on social media and things like that, it's a really easy way to get lost. But it's also very fun to see what happens when these guys start to buy into a program and start to buy into a visit. It also can be a complete 180 after a little bit. Um, that being said... I think that the University of Utah will likely get a commitment sometime in the near future. Is it going to be one of these visitors? Hard to say. Uh, I think especially with guys that are maybe kind of new to it or maybe aren't quite as invested in it as, as some of the others who have been previously or, or that Utah has been in heavy, heavy contact with already. Uh, it, it's a little bit difficult to project those kinds of things. But I do get the sense that this is not going to be the end of the road in terms of commitments for the University of Utah on the football side of things, and that's good news. Uh, it, it was a good weekend for the University of Utah, um, and I think that they made good inroads, and, and it's especially good that they're making some some headway in the state of Texas with some pretty solid three- to four-star uh, level prospects. And the best part about it is that you got a commitment from Nate Jones and Zion Steptoe, and, and those are legitimate commitments to be excited about. Again, we talk about it. A commitment is like scoring a touchdown. And these were two highlight-level touchdowns uh, for the University of Utah recruiting staff and the University of Utah football program. And nobody can rain on a highlight-level touchdown, not even us Utah fans. we got to celebrate it. And another thing that we have to celebrate here on the Locked on Utes podcast the fact that we're sponsored by Built Bar, it's just the best tasting uh, protein bar on the planet. You know, somebody, I saw a billboard the other day for Built Bar, and, and I'm sure that everybody's been super saturated with Built Bar advertising by this point in time. Uh, but that's, you know, that's the point that there's a reason for it. It's because these bars are so delicious that everybody's going crazy for them. So if you haven't tried one yet, now is the time. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use that promo code LOCKED15. It'll get you 15% off. You can try the box. There's nine awesome flavors. Uh, If you don't know what to get, uh, you know, like you say somebody's got a birthday coming up or you need some snacks for the car. You know, I don't know about y'all, but there are days where I'm out in the car doing stuff, and now that things are opening up again, I get to go back and do my errands and whatnot and travel around, and it's just nice to have that good, healthy snack in the car. Plenty of whey protein, up to 19 grams, under 200 calories, so you're not just absolutely ruining whatever it is that you're going to be doing later in the afternoon or the evening. It's the perfect bridge snack. It's a great little uh, supplement if you're on uh, on the road or traveling or maybe you're out exploring the wilderness. There's no better option than Built Bar. So go to BuiltBar.com. Use that promo code LOCK15 get 15% off. That's BuiltBar.com, the best tasting protein bar ever. 
With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer when you can go to rockauto.com. Save time and money when using Rock Auto because you can spend up to 30, 50, even 100% more for the same exact parts from a chain store or a car dealership. One example of that, I don't know if you've ever had to replace a fuel pump. It's a real big, giant pain uh, to, to have to pay for that because there's a lot of labor that goes into it. Those can run anywhere to three to $350 at a chain store. If you go to rockauto.com, you can get it for 216 bucks. You save yourself 150, 200 bucks with labor. All of a sudden you've gotten a $500 repair for 216 bucks. That's a bargain. Best part about rockauto.com, this is a family business that's been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need. Everything. We've talked about it before. We're gonna, Eventually, we're going to build a car from directly from parts, and I'm willing to take suggestions on what kind of a car we should build, but the better news is that it's all available to you right there on the website. It's super easy to use. You can find the solution to all your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. All right, wrapping up another long-winded episode of me talking and recruiting, which I'm sure is super interesting to everybody, but I want you to get excited about it. Recruiting is a really fun aspect of every program. It means that, especially when recruiting is going the way it is for the University of Utah, it means that people like your program. It means that positive things are happening for them. So as we start to transition away from just nonstop recruiting talk, because I know that not everybody loves it, this will be the week that we're starting our 10-pack, and that is the 10 biggest moments in both Utah athletics under the Pac-12 era and also Utah football under the Pac-12 era. I've tallied the votes. I've taken the suggestions. We will start counting these down. We're setting up interviews with different uh, personalities that relate to all these different moments. And so we will give you uh, at least one of those moments every day as we count down to uh, Pac-12 media days and also supplement with whatever news, notes, and, and breaking things are happening. You know, if there's another scandal that breaks out there with another Pac-12 program, we'll likely supplement a program with that. And if we have to double up, we'll double up here or there. Uh, just, you know, as, as it works out, this, uh, this, this, we're always flexible here on the Locked on Utes podcast because flexibility is the key to any good performance. And that's what we're all about. This is my reminder that you need to go subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast. Uh, and this might be the best day to tune in if you're a Jazz fan because the Nets and 76ers have a lot of questions to answer. You can get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. He's a lot of fun to follow on Twitter as well. You can follow that Locked On Today podcast on Odyssey or wherever you get your podcast app and hopefully uh hopefully it's something other than apple these days even though things seem to be working on apple but get those reviews in there for us uh we'll read them on air here and give you credit for them even if they suck i may have to edit them uh if you use inappropriate language but that's okay 
We can do that. As always, thank you so much for following us on your favorite platform, whatever it may be. Thank you for tweeting at us. Uh, we do have a bunch of questions to answer. I will get to those. I promise we may drop an extra episode because I do have a mailbag that we have to distribute to you. So I promise we will get to those as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. We like you. We love you. I, it's been a minute since I've said this, but stay well, be well, do well, stay cool as well out there. If you're here in the universe, in the, the Utah area, as things are getting hot. Uh, but this has been the locked on Utes podcast for Monday, June 21st, 2021. And we will talk to you again soon.